said life is easy, but I believe by giving yourself permission, you will find you have more control over your life than you realize. I'm Julie. I hope you will join me by taking responsibility for yourself by only controlling the things you can and letting go of the things that you can't. By doing this, you will have discovered the secret to having happy, healthy, and more fulfilling relationships. This is Nearest and Dearest Podcast. I'm Julie Rogers, and you are listening to Episode 22, Woody, My Manly Man. My wedding is coming up in exactly 28 days. Our summer together has been a mixture of finalizing the wedding details, finishing projects around our home, and balancing all of that out with quality time for our friends and family and making our downtime just as important with just the two of us. Woody has his projects that he is in charge of and I have mine. Most of those have been discussed, analyzed, and given plenty of thought before any specific one was started. We have been together over 10 years. Our relationship has grown every year. We are a team. I always reference us that way. It's never a one-sided only point of view or his way or my way approach to whatever challenge obstacle or struggles that we are facing. I remember that first year of dating. I told him that I was a communicator. No matter what was going on within my life, good, bad, or otherwise, I feel the need to express my feelings and emotions. He shared with me that communication wasn't his strong suit. However, we agreed that we both would be honest, no matter what, with all aspects of our relationship. Even now, 10 years later, I communicate just as much. Woody has definitely improved with his communication skills. In fact, A lot of times, we can read each other's mind and say exactly what the other one is thinking. How's that for being in sync with your partner? As you know, when you are starting a new relationship, it's exciting. You are discovering all the unique qualities the person you are falling in love with have. You find your similarities. You learn different points of view. You talk about your families. For Woody and I, right from the start, we had an amazing spark between us. If I had to use just one sentence to describe 
how he makes me feel, it would be this. Woody feels like home to me. Remember the old saying, there's no place like home. No matter where you go, whether you are on vacation, a business trip, going off to college, starting out on your own for the first time, you become nostalgic about that warm and comfy feeling of what it feels like to be safe and sound in your own home with your loved ones. It's the best feeling ever. I also remember Woody sharing with me his dreams and goals. I shared mine with him. We both grew up in northern and central New York. And even though he moved south and lived in Georgia for over 30 years, New York was home to him. He talked about wanting to retire early and come back to the river and build his dream home where he spent his childhood. I shared with him how important New York was for me too. I grew up 25 miles from where Woody spent his summers. We both loved the area and I had childhood memories that still bring a smile to my face. I believe because of that connection to the area, even in that first year that we were dating, I could see into our future together. I was 46, he was 54, and we both had survived tremendous loss. He was a widower, and my 20-year marriage ended in divorce. We were looking for another chance to love again. I told him about my voiceover aspirations. I had completed a CD demo that summer in, in 2012. I shared how I went to broadcasting school and I never finished my radio demo. I never completely gave up on those dreams, but I made choices about what was more essential at those times in my life. He was very supportive about my goals. It was refreshing to be able to feel like we could talk about anything. We had this connection that made it easier to be myself, not withhold who I was, and be open with my past. My matron of honor, Natalie, who is the matchmaker, well, she was actually a co-worker and a friend. She introduced Woody to me. Recently had a little bachelorette outing for me. My sister, Jill, brought a who knows her best pop quiz for all of us to play. Whoever matched the most answers to the questions was the winner. The bonus question was, what does she love most about the groom? 
It was nice to hear the various answers my friends and family members had to say about Woody. Here are some of the answers. He is calm. His easygoing temperament. He is loving. How supportive he is. He is tall and handsome. His humor. Everything. My best friend Fran wrote that. And what did I have to say? I said his unconditional love. When I made the big decision to move down to Georgia in the fall of 2013, I followed my heart. I believe I could sense a wonderful future with Woody. There was only one other time in my life that I can remember that I knew I would love again and that even though I couldn't exactly see the end result, my heart and soul knew I would. That was when I left my old life in Connecticut and ended my first marriage. Call it intuition, fate, destiny, or pure luck. I made conscious choices that led me to my soulmate. Woody and I just kept moving forward. He believed in my talent, and he encouraged me to push towards finding work that would lead me to my goals. He let me use his fifth wheel camper in Savannah in hopes that I would get some job offers. When I ran out of options and needed to make another decision about how to take care of myself, I moved closer to him in Augusta, Georgia, and started my own small business, Cleaning Homes. Through all of this, we were establishing a trusting, loving, and committed, long-term, healthy relationship. We started blending our families. It takes time and longevity to establish respectful, healthy relationships. We both shared each other's own family dynamics. My parents divorced. Woody's parents were married for a lifetime. Unfortunately, his parents passed years before I was in his life. I feel like I knew them. He would tell me many stories about his mom and dad and how much he was loved. He was able to meet my mom and she was one of his biggest fans. She encouraged me to follow my heart. I'm grateful Woody was able to spend quality time with her before dementia changed who she once was. 
our adult children have met. Their relationships are still evolving. My daughter and her husband and my four grandchildren live in Connecticut, and my son lives in Connecticut as well. Woody's daughter lives in Georgia. Because of that, it is harder for them to get to know each other better. My family and I are very close. I focus on quality time over quantity. When I was living in Georgia, it was important that I didn't lose that quality time. Woody was very supportive to make sure I was able to fly to Connecticut for Christmas. Not every Christmas, but at least every other. I would make a car trip and drive to Connecticut during the summer when we were in New York, and they would take a car trip and come see us in New York as well. We made it work. When my mom's health was declining, and I needed to go to New York and stay with her for a few months, Woody understood. He knew how much I appreciated his support. All I had to say to him was, "I need to go," and he said, "I understand. You do what you have to do." These are just a couple of examples of his unconditional love he gives me. We don't agree on everything. Our political and religious views vary at times. We can debate and have conversations about our differences without feeling the other person doesn't care. It's a mutual respect. It doesn't mean I'm right and you're wrong. It simply means that two loving people can agree to disagree. Actually, one of us will eventually say, "We just need to agree to disagree." We both are entitled to our own opinions. Or views, we don't let those differences get in our way of having a loving and sustainable, healthy relationship. I don't always agree with everything my siblings or friends necessarily believe in. It's what makes all of us unique and interesting. Woody and I have a solid foundation of core values and shared morals. Our political or religious differences do not get in the way of that. It's that simple for us. We are going to write our own vows for our wedding. It will be an opportunity for us to tell each other how much each other means. I will be searching to find the perfect words to speak to the love of my life. I cannot wait 
to see where the next chapter in our lives will take us. All I know for certainty is it will be embracing more amazing adventures, checking off bucket lists, supporting each other's dreams, loving our families and friends, and making every effort to not have any regrets. Another question on that pop quiz was, what is she most excited about for the wedding day? I'm just going to tell you straight out. My answer was to be Mrs. Rogers. You already know me as Julie Rogers. I asked Woody last winter when I decided I was going to pursue this podcast if he minded if I started calling myself Julie Rogers. He said he didn't mind at all. So on August 19th, 2022, we'll make it official. By the way, I call Woody my manly man because he truly defines what it means to be a man. He knows what he wants. He cares about himself and others around him. He will hold my hand, whether we are walking into Walmart or just sitting on our couch. He works hard, plays harder. He knows how to fix cars, doesn't mind getting dirty, is very creative, not afraid to use GPS, knows how to treat women, all the little things He does to show his love for me and the people he cares about. He's willing to share the TV remote with me. He's my kitchen partner and does the dishes. And the best part is I always feel safe and loved whenever I am in his arms. Thank you for listening. Please visit my website, nearestanddearestpodcast.com. There you will find show notes and past episodes. I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email or leave me a quick message that goes directly to me. Look for the hyperlinks from my website. The link for recording your own message to me is always at the bottom of each episode show notes. I still have stickers that I would like to send you. Just include your name and mailing address, and I would be more than happy to send one to you. The views and opinions expressed by Nearest and Dearest podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Nearest and Dearest podcast. 
any content provided by Julie Rogers or any other authors are of their opinion. They are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thank you.